Chris, Joe, and Randy here on Joe's Junk Drawer. And Joe, uh, a lot has happened since the two of I have, or the two of I, the two of us. Yeah. There's not two of me. <laughs> I, I, I feel like sometimes there needs to be two of me. But uh, I, I know it's not exactly breaking news, but I feel like we have to uh, hit the sound. As something, something kind of big in our world is now suddenly... Uh, quote-unquote legal, and I think we're going to have a few people kind of cut in on us. <laughs> and some breaking news in case you've missed it from the last couple of weeks. Uh, sports gambling, now legal everywhere, just about everywhere, thanks to the uh, Supreme Court of the United States. Yeah, and you know what? Each state it's going to be on, on their agenda now to make it good in their each respective state. But uh, you know what? I think we need to talk to our friend, the judge, uh, Rosemary, up in uh, Lansing and see if she can give me some advice here on what I'm supposed to do. Is it okay now to do offshore? <laughs> well, I guess well, it doesn't matter because I do it anyway. Yeah, it's um, not. That's <laughs> that's the whole point is it's not going to have to be offshore, Joe. You can either go, listen, where we yeah. live, and I don't know, listen, uh, the casino in Toledo is uh, within an hour for both of us. And I don't know if right. Toledo is going to probably be right quick with a sports book, but the casinos in Detroit are both within, we'll say, two hours, probably closer to an hour and a half. But couldn't you see someplace like the MGM Grand in Detroit maybe starting a sports book? Oh, yeah. And I can see, um, you know, Greek Town, uh, Motor City, any of them, mm-hmm. anybody up there, really, uh, getting a sports book started because. That's going to be high-priority stuff now, especially, you know, you've got the Lions, you've got the Tigers, you've got the Pistons, uh, you've got the Red Wings up there. Uh, you know, you've got four major sports teams. Yeah, I think somebody's going to be popping in there to play a few cards after a game or before a game, and they're going to be dropping some bank. So, you know, I, I don't. I think all three of them very well could have sports books in there. Now, I, uh, I guess before we get deep into this, uh, obviously being someone who, uh, I, I don't even know the right way to put this, I don't want to say he's been in the shadows, because listen, we're pretty, we're pretty prominent about some of the things we do. I know I've, I've used social media for both the highs and lows, you've used social media for some of the highs and lows, so what does this ruling exactly do for people like you and me? Well, I'll tell you what, it makes it more available, and it makes it makes what we do, especially in the fall, Randy, with football, you know, throwing those picks out there for those people, and I hope you played them all last year, and you better get ready to play them again this year, but it makes it easier for somebody to find a source. You don't have to go to Bookmaker and drop a dive in there and, uh, and, and you know, wait for your bonus to check in and all that kind of stuff before you can make a play. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go to your local. Uh, now, hey, and locals, you know, I'm not just talking about going to Detroit or going to Toledo or to Hollywood, whatever. Your locals, it's okay now in each respective state that's already passed the legislature. Uh, here's the funny thing, Randy, all right? And we talked about bookmaker, you talk about GT bets, bet online, except, you know, all these places that accept U.S. customers. Here's the ones. What about the ones that do not accept U.S. customers? How long is it going to be before they accept us back as a customer? Pinnacle is the big one. Pinnacle might be the best one in the world. You can find every single game 
matter what it is, whether it's NFL football or cricket, Pinnacle has it, <laughs> and we've been banned from Pinnacle for years because we are U.S. citizens. Mm-hmm. How long does it take before all these books offshore allow U.S. citizens in because of this ruling? But the, the thing is, now, now that it's quote-unquote legal, will you need offshore betting as much now? You know, I I think there's a yes and a no factor there, okay? The no factor, because if you want to sit there and, you know, go play your local, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think you still need the offshore because, hey, I'm telling you right now, all of a sudden your local has six and a half, and that offshore has six in a game. Hey, I, you don't need to buy the hook. You can get your six. You see where I'm going with this? I mean... You know, you don't have to buy points like you would with a local. And then there's some locals that may even, if you buy the hook and tie, some of these guys have rules you lose that play because you bought the hook and tied. You know, you go offshore and you play it online, hey, it's pretty standard. You aren't losing the bet. It's a push mm-hmm. if you tie. So right. I think there's still merit in both, Randy. Okay. I mean, you know, and again, you're going to see a big abundance of bonuses forked out <laughs> by some of these offshores, too. Right. All right? Say if you put $1,000 in and you've got a 50% bonus up to a certain amount, and some of them are 500 well, you're getting an extra $500 worth of free plays. You going to get that with a local? No, I highly doubt it. All right? So, and you aren't going to get that at Hollywood Casino. You aren't going to get that at MGM. You aren't going to get that at Fire Keepers up in Mount Pleasant. You aren't going to get that over in New Buffalo near Chicago or any place else. You aren't going to get it at the Taj or anywhere in Vegas. So, you know, I still think offshore is going to be a place, but they have to know how to market themselves and, and keep people involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other concern that seems to be a concern of everyone else, and I, I get both sides of it, and I haven't really taken a stand, and I want to see where you stand on this as someone who does this. I know you don't place bets and then go to that team going, hey, I've got, well, let me let me find an example. Listen, you, you went to BGSU. So yes. I know that you don't put money on BGSU if they're, heaven forbid, they ever actually are favored in a football game ever again. But, oh, boy. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be, it's a long time coming, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> but let's let's say that, that BG is hosting whoever. You put money on the opposing team, and you're not going to the campus. You're not hanging around the football team going, hey, fellas, you know, kicking a field goal instead of a touchdown on that last drive, that really helped me out. Is there a legitimate concern of people doing that? With, with what's going on? I'm going to say no, all right? And the re- I, I'm not, I'm not going to say nobody's going to try it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say no because every scandal, and we had one here, and you went to the University of Toledo, Randy, mm-hmm. and there was a big one at the University of Toledo. Oh, there was. And I'll tell you straight up, and, and, and I've got a good story for everybody out there, all right? I think everybody knows I play games. Everybody knows I'm in the gym all the time now. And some of the guys that I know where I go to work out are undercover cops and FBI guys. And I worked out with a lot of those guys during this scandal, Randy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure I told you this story. But, um, you know, I was bitching, moaning about...
game that Toledo had played and didn't cover. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? I'm, I'm glad I didn't touch that because <laughs> here we go again with, with um, you know, Tom Amstutz and, and the way he does things, gambling uh, on, on fourth down and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, not kicking field goals, trying to score touchdowns. And you can see where this is going. You can see where he might catch some of the blame. Well, this game, I vividly remember it, was a game with Temple, a 25-point spread. All right, the game was over. Toledo was up 29. And Temple, after a late holding penalty, a defensive holding penalty, scores a touchdown to get it down to 22. So if you were playing Temple, you won. Toledo won the game handily. But there were other games that were in that criteria. And I was sitting there talking about that game, and I said, that is probably some backup that's never going to see an NFL game. And somebody got to him and said, hey, here's some money, or whatever the amount is. Mm-hmm. And what? I, I named off games, and those guys looked at me and said, you are in the wrong line of work. We're looking three out of three of those four games you just mentioned. They were right, right, I'm telling you, they were ready to give me a phony press credential and go to Toledo football games <laughs> and chart stuff. Just like you see in what? Uh, Eight Men Out, the movie about the Black Sox scandal, mm-hmm. where they charted goofy-looking plays that yep. might have been tamed yep. plays. Well, you know, and I remember another one vividly. When um, Toledo, uh, Central Michigan, um, I think it was Aaron Opelt's uh, first start as a freshman, and... You know, they were favored by 14. They went up 14 zip. And all of a sudden, here's Central Michigan, uh, uh, third and long, and they and Toledo commits a roughing the passer penalty. First down, Central Michigan goes and scores. Opel does nothing. Central gets the ball back. They punt formation. Roughing the kicker. Central goes down and scores. All of a sudden, it's 14 all. And then, I don't think they counted on this, um, you know, your freshman quarterback caves, and all of a sudden, uh, Central scores 42 straight points. And what should have been, or was supposed to be, a close win, turns Central Michigan blowout. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I think what they were thinking is that, hey, you know, this fella, it's his first game, may not perform all that well. Well, when it's 14 nothing, the first six minutes of the game, yeah, he's doing okay. Um, but then when the pressure got on him, there was a pick, there was a fumble, there was another pick, and, and, and it snowballed. And I swear, the person I was sitting there with, I told him, I said, this game stinks as far as something that, that looked fishy. Those two penalties were just ungodly wrong with the time and the place where they happened. So little things like that, Randy, I'm telling you, yeah, it's, it's out there. It's for everybody in the world to see. So... Is somebody going to try it now in light of all this legislation? Yeah, but the chance of the chance that they get busted is probably greater now. Yeah, and it's going to be. I I firmly believe it's going to be on the lower end. Uh, I can see some, you know, kind of with what you said. The it's going to be the quarterback's uncle dropping twenty bucks, going, "Hey." If you win by 11 instead of 14, who are you really hurting here? And that, I, I think that is going to be 
where the biggest level of concern is. Yeah, I don't think it's, you know, I think most college guys, Randy, to be honest with you, uh, it's got to be pretty high stake for them to dump something, to, right. for lack of a better term. You and, know, you better be getting some serious bucks. Like, uh, and, and again, uh, the guys that were wrapped up in that Toledo scandal, uh, the one at Northwestern, uh, even before that, and you know, other things that were investigated. Okay, there's they; those were serious bucks being thrown around. Uh, the ESPN 30 for 30 about Boston College and Henry Hill. Yeah, watch that sometime, people. I mean, if you haven't seen it, that is really eye-opening on how that worked. And they didn't always win. Right. The problem is they didn't always win. Yeah, you may have had a couple guys, but if all of a sudden somebody goes off for 35 points that you didn't expect, uh, <laughs> you didn't have him in your pocket. Too mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. So, and and you know, to, to kind of what to what there. right into the point that we kind of brought up earlier, uh, when when you talk about a local book, it, the the Toledo scandal, that was a local book. You know that was that was a guy out of Detroit doing all this. So that's you know yeah. I, I guess yeah. you know if you want some sort of you know story to kind of stick stick away from or keep away from. You know, that it does happen locally, too. Yeah, and that's the funny thing. Everybody thinks it happens all over the place, and it doesn't. You know, right. it won't happen here, it won't happen there. Hey, this is one that happened in our backyard. Yeah, no, everyone, you know, and, to, to, to go what you said, everyone yeah. thinks, listen, we all, we, we've all seen the movies, we've all seen Casino, we've, you know, most of us that, that love sports, we've seen the 30 for 30 on, on Henry Hill and the Boston College thing, and we... We believe that we know what the quote-unquote gangster looks like, or the quote-unquote bookie, and that's what. But now with this, and I guess that's the one thing that that may run a few people off. Listen, now that this legal, what you're going to have is you're going to have guys who are going to pop in and lay what twenty-five, maybe fifty bucks on a game just to say they they've done it. Very, yeah. you know, yeah. very few people are going to be, you know, four, five-digit amounts on games. And if you do, either right. you, you need to win or you have a problem. And, and that's right. that's right. not. Or you got to have some serious cash. Right, ball. and that's that's not for us to tell you how to live your life. But uh, for most of us, it's going to be, hey, I, you know what, you know, I listen. I was in Vegas last spring. I did it. The, the the NIT was on when I was there. I went, hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna drop ten bucks on, and then you go back two hours later and see if they, you know, I didn't even sit and watch the game. I'm just like, hey, I'm gonna right. pop it, you know, just so I can get the ticket and I get the experience of not having to go. Because yeah, I'm like you. I got to go on my phone, and you got to hope that your it works, and you got to hope that who the who you're using allows you and then if you win you got to wait three weeks for a check to clear to come from the cayman islands we're probably drawing too much of the curtain back to let everyone know how this works if you haven't done it already but i mean it it is going to open up a lot of doors but in in the end is it going to make a big change right and i don't think it does again you know if you're talking about offshore if you're at the yeah and, and some of those three week things and stuff like that uh, and, and your bet to clear and everything. Right. Your bet's supposed to clear right after the game's over. Right. And if it doesn't, then there's something wrong. 
And, and yes, there are mistakes. That's why you should track every day mm-hmm. uh, what you played and if it was, and if it was registered correctly. Right. Um, I, I've had one recently where the game was listed as a loser before it was even over. And <laughs> it turned out, believe it or not, a winner. Oops. And I, I did the, you know, the online chat, and they said, yes, we see it. Don't know how it happened. Very sorry it did happen. And they put it back in pending, and then it cleared and everything. I was totally happy. Great customer service. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as, uh, you know, getting money, if you're with a reputable book, and I know people ask once in a while, who do I go to? Uh, some of the ones we mentioned, Bookmaker is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bet Online is very good. Uh, GT Bets is good. Although, uh, for you to take money out, uh, unfortunately, it costs you 60 bucks to take it out. So you better be taking something worthwhile out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bovada, uh, if you if you do your bonus uh, correctly, you never have to pay a fee to withdraw money ever. Okay? Um, you know, there's a number of them out there that are very good. And, and actually what I found is Bovada has the quickest turnaround. I can get a check uh, within five days. And, you know, I know bookmakers very good about putting money back into my account. Um, so, you know, there, there's some good ones out there. And all you have to do is look online. Hey, if you've got a rating of an A or a B plus, use them. Right. If they're down in the D range, don't. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty simple. Yeah, it's not... you, you use the ones that are credible and you don't use the ones that aren't. Right. It's, it's, pretty, um, it's pretty cut and dry. And, again, for, for a lot of you... This probably means absolutely nothing. Your your life isn't going to change at all. And listen, and and really for for Joe and I, ours isn't either. We're still going to do the same things we're going to do. And I guess the thing is now now it's not so. Uh, I I don't even know the the term I want to use. In the, you know, it it was always you got to kind of draw the sheets and and do it quietly. But listen, even even now, it's not it's not as quiet. You know, if you watch ESPN. On the bottom line, what's what's the one thing they have on the bottom line, no matter the sport, with with the, the schedule? It's they, there's an over under. Yep. What's one every yep, Saturday? Over under and the points. Right, every Saturday, college game day. What's one thing they post with every game they talk the about? Spread and over under. The spread and under. Listen, so and and this isn't something new. What do you think? And this is I, I love telling people this because people don't realize that I I know who this is despite my age. When CBS brought on Jimmy the Greek to the NFL today, and Jimmy was going to say that the Raiders are winning three, what the hell do you think he was doing? He was setting the line on national television. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so, and then he was setting your bet, too. Right, so, if he said, and that line, if you looked, and that line was, was four and a half, mm-hmm. and he said they're going to win by three, well, guess what? That probably means a late field goal wins the game something like that, right. then you're going to take, if, if they are favored by four and a half and you think they're going to win by three, then you're taking that other team that's the underdog uh, to cover that four and a half points. Right. So, yeah, he knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> he was giving you plays without saying he was giving you plays. <laughs> that's my, that's my, watching, speaking of the 30 for 30s, I, you know, they, they did one on him very early on when they started it, and you, you watch the high, you, you watch some of the film of it. And you see scores that he's posting. When's the last time you've seen a football game that was 25-18? And then you realize, oh, he's giving you an over-under. He's giving you, he's adding the scores together. 
I just, I, yeah, it just, it, it, I just, I absolutely love it. I mean, we, we act like this right. is, this is in the dark. This is something that, that we need to, uh, to whisper about because it's illegal. But this is something that's, listen, this has been going on yeah. long before we got here. And this is something that's going to be going on long after we're gone. Yeah, oh boy. I, and it's comical because I know uh, where I used to live, I hung out with a lot of country clubbers um, at a, you know, at a Frickers, this chicken wing place here in Northwest Ohio on, on college game day, pro game day. And I'd listen to these guys. And these guys, uh, you know, hey, you know, uh, guys are very well to do. Sometimes puff their chests out and say, oh, I got, I got 100, 200, 250 bucks going on this team today. Too bad they didn't know a damn thing, but I mean, they did. <laughs> they had that money going. Right. Um, and I'd sit there and just sit back and listen. Uh, Randy, I'm telling you, I listened uh, one year um, when Michigan played Southern Cal in the Rose Bowl. It was when Ohio State played Florida in the national championship game. And if I'm not mistaken, LSU played Notre Dame uh, in the Sugar Bowl that year. I listened to 12 guys lose 15K. <laughs> Playing your heart. Yeah. And and all these guys, you didn't see them in Frickers the next week. That's probably because they were eating ramen noodles or something like that. They couldn't <laughs> go to Frickers anymore. I mean, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's your, there's your, you know, all the guys that you know think it's cool because you make enough money so you can broadcast it. Right. Well, nobody makes enough money to drop what you can't lose. So there's your <laughs> lesson for the day. Don't play what you can't lose. Right. And listen, like like you said, when when we you know we hit it hard in the fall, and and that is, I know for a fact that's the first thing you tell everyone. Right, you have to. Now, here's another. I told you that story to tell you this one. Okay, here's probably my eight ball airhead bet I've ever made in my life. Okay, and I remember the year uh, Ohio State and Michigan back when it was done. There was played at noon, although it was now in the past couple of years. So that's all right, but. It was a noon game, and a bunch of us got together at this guy's garage, and we're watching, you know, a couple of TVs he had out there, and, you know, went inside. I went inside and used his computer, and a couple of guys were watching because they used, they used him as a book. Mm-hmm. He was the local. All right? Well, I didn't bet the game. I thought, you know what? I'm going to watch. I'm going to enjoy this. I'm not going to play the game because that was my other rule. You don't play high-profile national TV games at least back then, mm-hmm. all right? Um, so I waited, and at the time, I was up a very hefty sum for the year. And we are talking probably uh, something with a two in front of it, and it was five figures. So um, later on in the day, you know, after we had had enough drinks to oil up, one of those guys said, hey, what are you going to play? Well, my source, who was very good with totals, had a play on the Houston-Tulsa game that evening. And it was the over. Big play. So I said, oh, okay, hang on, man. I'm gonna, Can I borrow your computer again? I went in there and whapped two grand down on over 80 points in the Houston-Tulsa game. So we after a while, you know, we kind of settled down, and I started sobering up. And I'm thinking, I made a bet. What did I just do? Did I really put two grand on over 80 in Houston, Tulsa? Went back in there. Yep, sure did. I knew I did. I wasn't that drunk. I knew I did. 
So I'm going, I don't want to watch this. It was a TV game. It wasn't a big national game, but it was a TV game. Mm -hmm. And so we all decided we went to a Mexican restaurant that night. Actually, it was a Mexican sports bar and grill. A lot of fun. And I thought, hey, this place has karaoke. There won't be a bunch of TVs on and everything. I was wrong. They had remodeled. There was 24 TVs in there. So I'm trying not, yeah, I'm trying not to watch the TVs. And I happen to look up. Score alert. End of one. Houston 7, Tulsa 7. I'm going, oh, Jesus. Give me another margarita. Um, and all of a sudden, I figured, all right, I already know. I might as well watch the game that's on there. If Randy, I swear to God, in the next 15 minutes, I saw score alert 11 times in the same game. Halftime score, Houston 35, Tulsa 24. And it was just unbelievable. That over-under hit in the middle of the third quarter ended up 70 to 30. So, yeah. But here's the moral of the story. When your bankroll is 20K, yes, 2K isn't, it's a big deal, but it isn't that bad. When your bankroll is 2K, and you played 2K, you're a dummy. Because if you lose, you're paying 2200 Not 2K, because you have juice. Now you're in the hole 200 bucks. Yep. So lesson learned. Play within your means. Yep. Yeah. That's And, and that's going to be the big thing with this now, is we're going to get we're going to get those Cowboys who, who think they're big timers stepping up to the window for the first time. And uh, it's uh-huh. it's going to be entertaining. And we'll, uh, you know, I, I guess I've I'll got half of mine just to drive up there one day on a Saturday and have my laptop with me if I'm allowed to have one in there and make my own plays. I can do it on my cell phone. I can make it on my cell phone. But mm-hmm. uh, just sit there and watch these guys and watch them just crumble up their tickets as they lose and, and you know, see how much they really lost because it's their first time and they're betting outside their means. Yep. Yeah, and I'll that's... bet you the guys that win, you know, are playing 100, they're playing 200, they're playing 250, maybe they're playing 50, whatever, but they're playing within their means. Yeah, that's so, going to be the uh, that's going to be the entertaining part. That's I I might yeah, go for that too. Yeah. That's that's the part I want to see more than anything is uh, I want to see oh, the guys yeah. that win. And lose. I know I'll tell you what, and a lot of the people that do you know do listen, they do play because I've I've talked to people you know online and social media and everything. And believe it or not, many of them have played and do play. You know, my buddy Dana, the hungry fan, no, she doesn't play. All the sports this girl watches and everything that she's passionate about, you know, watching Serena Williams at 3.30 in the morning or something like that, eating her cheeseburger, she's pumping up for me. Uh, no, <laughs> she, you know, she has never, ever made a play. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, wow. And she's like, just don't. And I'm going, well, good for you. You enjoy sports. And I do, too. I enjoy sports because of sports. Yeah. But, you know, to me, I do it as an investment. People use the, use, uh, the stock market, and they're looking at the Dow Jones every day. Okay, fine. I play the games, and I'm looking at the scoreboard. <laughs> same difference, same intelligence. And I actually had a stockbroker tell me, you know what? You're right. But, yeah, I can't but, argue with that philosophy. But, but the same odds of so, winning. It is. It really is. So, and everybody frowns on one and says, "Oh, well, how'd you do today?" I saw, I saw what P and G went up a quarter of a point, and wow, well, okay, what's the difference? 
Hey, I, I saw the Rockets win by four, and all I needed was two and a half, so I'm pretty good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. No uh, difference. Hey, we got time for one more subject, Joe, and uh, I'm going to let you take over here. Uh, the Stanley Cup Finals begin, and it's this oh, isn't boy. this isn't going to be so much uh, uh, a deep look at the Stanley Cup Finals, but uh, I will let you pontificate about a couple of your boys as uh, yep. we've I, I don't want to yep. say found out, but. Uh, we, we, I guess we know what Bowling Green State University grads are good at, and that is uh, put together professional hockey Playing teams, hockey apparently. Because uh, George McPhee, Brian McClellan, uh, GMs of both teams, actually used to work together for the Capitals. Now, uh, is it McPhee is now in Vegas after he was let go. Yep. Uh, both began their careers on the BGSU hockey team. Yeah, and that was right around the time, if I'm not mistaken, that BGSU won a national championship. So, uh, you know, two guys that have a winning tradition in their blood and were around it. So, you know, I guess it's no surprise to me that they've got teams in the Stanley Cup Finals. Although, if you would have told me way back at the beginning of the year, and I know that, you know, um, when you have an expansion team, they try to make it competitive right away. I don't think anybody in their right mind really, really expected the Las Vegas Golden Knights to be where they are right now. So, no. you know, George McPhee putting that team together. Of course, and it helps having Mark Andrew Fleury, uh, you know, as a goalie that the Penguins didn't protect, which really pisses me off because the Penguins are not in the finals and the Knights are. Of course, <laughs> then, you know, my buddy the Rev up in New Hampshire, uh, yeah, okay, you're crying in your beer right now, too, because the Boston Bruins aren't there either. So, yeah. Take it easy. Um, and, you know, as far as I know, uh, there's a Alex Ovechkin hater there. So no love for the Capitals in New Hampshire right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Brian McClellan, uh, back, I'll tell you what. You want to see, geez, a guy with some physicality. Brian McClellan, even without the skates, was like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, you put the skates on that dude, and he just towered and was an imposing figure on the ice. And not only an intimidating kind of guy, but he could score, too. Good player. George McPhee, great player. Um, you know, both of them had their shot in the NHL as well. So, uh, you know, it's kind of it's cool to see, again, uh, somebody with some local uh, flavor, you know, doing very well on the national scene. And, again, you know, like UT, BGSU, not very far away from us. Mm -hmm. So if you go down to the BCSU Ice Arena now, I'm sure you're going to see their picture on the wall hanging somewhere. And uh, there's going to be a lot of verbiage in the BG News and uh, what the paper down there, Jack Carl, you know, a good friend of yours and mine. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Tetano Tribune, I'll bet you anything the knowledge Jack Carl has. He's got an article in the, in the Central Tribune right now, um, you know, about those guys matching up. I'm so, sure. Yeah, it. it's a cool story. It really is. So I know uh... – on social media, a lot of uh, B BGSU alums and, and especially hockey alums now beginning to uh, come out of the woodwork. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I, well, hey, now you think of the movie Miracle. You know, if you remember, there were a couple BGSU guys on that team. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Ken Morrill, who was with the Islanders for a long time after BGSU, and um, I believe it's Mark Wells, Mike Wells, Mark Wells. His first name eludes me right now. Also had his stint in the 
NHL, uh, if I'm not mistaken, with the Rangers. And, you know, they were part of the, the team that won in 1980 in Lake Placid. So, you know, BGSU uh, is not just McClellan and McPhee. It's been through the years with these guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, even even through, you know, the mid, you, you had a, a Hobie Baker Award winner there in the mid-90s. And, man, now his name yep. escapes me. Oh, boy. That's going to bother me. Well, it's not Gretzky or, or anything like that. Right. Not but... Eric Lindros, and it's not Mario Lemieux. Nothing like that. <laughs> so... so... So yeah, so there is there is some history, and listen, they're trying to build it back up. So you know, we'll give them credit. But uh, so yeah, I just I figured I I would allow you the opportunity to to talk about some some fellow BG guys because I know I'll uh, I'll I'll crap on them a lot, but now we'll give you a chance to to talk well, about BG yeah, guys. Yeah, I mean, you're going to crap on them come this fall, and you know. <laughs> Until they start winning on the football field, yeah, I can't say a darn thing about it, Randy. I mean, there, there's, you know, year one win or whatever outside of the league last year was North Dakota, who is not North Dakota State, that's for sure. Which is good because North Dakota um, State would have beat them. And, and you won that game by one. Uh, and then I can't remember who laid an egg against them at the end of the year. Was that Miami in the last two minutes? The laid an egg against Bowling Green. I actually won that game. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, and Kent State too. So yeah, I I think I don't think Kent State scored since uh, (laughs) since Grant was president. So you know, actually, I I do want to get one more thing from you. I don't know if you saw this within the last week. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was given a key to the city of the city of Toledo by the new mayor, and uh, that didn't sit well (laughs) with the uh, University of Toledo. No. And, and, and you no, know, I don't blame them. I, honest to God, do not blame them. You're going to sit there and give the key to the city to, and this is nothing against Jim Harbaugh, mm-hmm. all right? Not his fault. It really isn't. You know, he's the University, University of Michigan football coach, gets the key to the city. Listen, okay, he, cool. To be Mayor's, fair. Mayor's he, a fan. Right. And he was but born why? He was born in Toledo. Oh, boy, Yeah. But wow, right? that is like a slap in the chops to the whole staff at Toledo oh. and the university. Yeah, it you're really absolutely is. Right. No, you are absolutely right. So, uh, yeah, that didn't sit well with, by the way, the uh, MAC champions, which is something that yeah. Mi- Michigan hasn't won a conference championship in a while. So. No, they even get an attaboy from the mayor, mayor from doing that. <laughs> They they printed they, up those. No, really, that's a serious question. They they I printed. Mean, do they even get any kind of props for winning the MAC championship? Um, you know what? I'd have to go back and look. I don't even know. I yeah. I would think they Not got prominent. something, but man, yeah, I don't. Kind of ridiculous in right. my mind. That's that's just boy oh boy. If you are the mayor of Toledo, Ohio, mm-hmm. your university is the University of Toledo. You better be glued to what's going on there because most of the, if this is not a residential campus Randy all right it's a commuter school it is the kids drive less than an hour uh, most of them less than 30 minutes they're in the greater Toledo area you know this is your campus your teams all right minor league hockey minor league baseball yeah okay they've got it but this is your highlight team that's in the national picture Mm-hmm. And you basically dissed them by giving the key to the city to somebody else yeah. that coaches somewhere else. And oh man, I, I, I'll tell you what, Madam Secretary, better help her that 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 office out. 
going to get Tia Leone. Make her mayor of Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Joe, I think that's going to wrap up another edition of the Drunk Drawer. I think we uh, we got everything taken care of for this week. So uh, Yeah, we did. I mean, you know, it, it, it's some good points, too. I mean, as the summer goes on, there's going to be more and more stuff coming out right. uh, for this fall. And, it, you know, hey, we're going to hit June very quickly here. And it starts coming out in June. There's actually lines for the first week of the NFL coming out yeah. um, on some websites. So, and I, and, and, you know, there's win totals coming out. And, you know, we, we nailed those right away last summer when they came out. And they came out aces for us. So, uh, you know, we're going to have stuff to talk about in the coming weeks. Uh, so pay attention. Stay and, tuned. And, and there, I'm sure uh, CFL games probably look a lot more attractive now. Well, if you read my column... At community.hungryfan.com, not only am I an addict because I sat there, Randy, I've had a relapse. I went and looked to see what the first TV broadcast was for a CFL football game (laughs) and found out that I can watch a couple of the exhibition games, which start in the next couple of days online. Oh, in, I don't hear you. <laughs> in, in case, in case you haven't heard, sixty-eight games will be will be made available on the new ESPN Plus platform for four ninety-nine a month. Sixty-eight games of Canadian football. Wow, for four ninety-nine a month. Yep. I'm call. Hey, I'm calling Spectrum as soon as I get home. <laughs> no, you got it. That's that's the new uh, ESPN Plus OTT. So go online, awesome. go, go to ESPN.com. You can find uh, ESPN Plus. I, you might even get the, your first week free, but uh, for if, if you've missed the ESPN Plus, uh, what I believe is going to happen eventually is all the ESPN3 stuff is going to move to ESPN Plus. So if you want to, uh, like me, and you need to catch up with your Mid-American Conference football, looks like you're going to start paying four ninety nine a month to do it. Well, you know what? It's almost worth it, though, to me. I mean, heck, for that kind of price, wow, that's fantastic, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, It'll and, take care of an addict like me. And, and all the 30 for 30s are on there as well. Awesome. Awesome deal. So I'll have to investigate that one, and, and I'll, be, I'll be a purchaser in that mode. Right. So, well, Joe's, Joe's time to do the uh, podcast has now shrunk significantly as he's uh, found <laughs> out about ESPN+. Plus. So, uh We'll see what happens, but uh, it's always been a pleasure, Joe, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, Randy. Thanks a lot, bro. We'll see you soon. You've been listening to Joe's Junk Tour. We're available on iTunes. Just search for us at Joe's Junk Tour. We're available on ORN Radio on SoundCloud.com, and we're also available on the Ultimate Sports Network as well at OneUSN.net. Just click on the podcast tab, and you can uh, join us along with all the other great podcasts available on the Ultimate Sports Network.